What's up guys and dolls, welcome to the good, the bad and the stupid. It's Monday, March the 15th. A very boring Monday, March the 15th, I'll have you know. Um, News-wise, that is, not in my life. Obviously, my life's never boring. Of course not. Because I do this podcast, that's the highlight of my podcast. That's the highlight of my life, this podcast. It's keeping me sane. You are keeping me sane during the lockdown. Whoever you are, wherever you are, you might be on a uh, a desert island. Maybe I'm the only person that you have got. You can only tune into just me, and you'd rather not listen to me. But you you'll listen to me because I'm the only person, the only other voice. And it's probably helping you realise that you're not mental because you're on a desert island for four years, five years, lost, alone at sea, or whatever. And there's this lunatic sitting in his house in England. Doesn't have to. And he's talking all that shit on a podcast. And I found him. Come and find me when you get back. I'll be your friend. I'll be your Wilson. Your Wilson. <clears throat> anyway, there isn't a lot to talk about, so I'm going to ramble on like that, I think. But uh, even more unusual than uh, that story that I've just came out with is the fact that DIY hairdressers or hairdressers are watching YouTube tutorials to create pullets. That's the, the that's the new name. It's cross between a perm and a mullet, and it's called a pull. They're calling it a pullet. That hairstyle was around in the seventies, anyway. Just check any fucking football manual, football sticker album from the seventies or the eighties. about that hairdryer is all over it. You've only got to check there, but they're checking on how to do it. So somebody's making a killing on their YouTube channel. I can't get shit all on my YouTube channel. <clears throat> but somebody's probably getting hundreds or hundreds or thousands of hits by telling people how to create a perm and a mullet. A pullet. So if you want one, go and check him out. Go and uh, give him a like, give him a subscribe. The Trend Spotter site, I've said, is called Curly Hair is a Perfect Match. For the mullet cut. <laughs> I might go there myself. I tell you what, my hair's getting way out of control. Anyway, I've got but my hair's growing in a weird shape. It's growing long at the back. I think I need to cut it off at the shoulders because it's going like I could have a ponytail in it, basically. Off the back bit, so I don't want to uh, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to cultivate that any further. It's got I think we got another month at least. But it's the longest I've ever uh, I've ever <clears throat> grown my mullet. But like I say, you can you can get it even just by sitting in your house during the lockdown. That's give you the perfect mullet. But these are going out styling, so I might have to get one of those homemade perm kits. You know, you just go, it's going to go wrong, isn't it? A homemade perm kit where you just fucking get super tight, like Lenny Bennett. If anybody's old enough to remember Lenny Bennett, he had the best hairdo on TV for a while. <clears throat> That's what they should have called it, not the Pullet, the Bennett, the, t the, the Lenny Bennett. <laughs> That's perfect now. That's a really good name for a hairdo, the Lenny Bennett. Anyway, speaking of the, uh, uh, the, the what's it called, the mullet, Rocker Dave Hill out of Slade. If everybody remember, he had a good one as well. Slade, he had the fringe. He looked like, I'll, I'll be very surprised if the dog out of um, Magic Roundabout wasn't based on him. I don't know what came first, Dave, <laughs> Dave Hill, or, or what's his name out of uh, Magic Roundabout, the dog with the long hair. But anyway, they both got the same hair. Though. He looks like that dog. Anyway, he's uh, he's saying he reckons his hairstyle was a game changer. <laughs> long at the back, sides, long at the back and sides with a bowl cut up front, covered up his dumbbell ears. <laughs> 
but he also had the accent to go with it. He had the accent, black country accent, with that hairdo and that look. That was 100% going to be stars, because they were just funny. Even when they're, when they're not singing, they're good singers, great band, but when they start talking, that's another string to their bow, because they're not even trying to... They've got the great band, and then they've got this hilarious comedy voice that they talk in the interviews and that, so, you know, they've got two sides to their uh, talent. I've just got the funny voice. I haven't got the talent, uh, the band. I'm not in a band. Not yet. Still can go and join a band. Still still young enough. Um, one band that I would, you would never catch me in or even listening to is Spandau Ballet. Sorry about that, all you Spandau fans. I'm sure there are some, but Spandau Ballet, Tony, Tony Hadley, um, once had to record a song in his tent while lying on his back because he was singing too powerfully. Why has he got to be in a tent to sing because you're singing at the top of your voice? He was ordered to relax as he did the vocals for his new romantic band's Paint Me Down after 1982. Paint Me Down. Don't know that one. He said they told me to lay down and relax in the tent with the microphone above me. <laughs> and it did work, he said. But there you go. So, the uh, anybody else tried that since? I mean... I don't know whether I don't know if it's a good song. I don't know uh, if that's one song that I might like. He's had to put a lot of effort into that, so I've got to admire his uh, dedication to his art. Although he fucking hates them now, doesn't he? He hates the rest of the band. <laughs> he won't have nothing to do with them. Might because of that. Maybe they'll take the piss out of him. Really, go in, sing it in the tent tone. Go on, you'll get it. You'll get it down. And they're all indoors having a laugh and smoking his drugs. <laughs> he doesn't have nothing. He won't. There's no chance of Spandau Ballet getting back together. The full proper band. They won't have it. He won't do it. So Spandau Ballet and Oasis. Totally two worlds apart, but they're not getting back together. Not yet. You never know. Money talks at the end of the day. When he's run out of money, he'll be like that. Yeah, you know what? I know I fucking hate you, but it's millions of pounds. And I can't believe that I can still get millions of pounds for Spandau Ballet songs. Let's do it. I'd do it. I'll join them. I'll tell you what, for millions of pounds, I'd join Spandau Ballet and I fucking hate them. I don't hate them. They're all right people. I just don't like the music. I'm not going to get into a... Uh, I'm, I'm not a hater. I'm a lover, not a hater. What's it called? Um, prisoners... I'd say I'd like to be in this prison. Prisoners are cocking up... I wouldn't like to be in this prison. In fact, I wouldn't like to be in any prison and I certainly wouldn't. I don't know why I said it because of this story either because there's no way I would... Prisoners are cooking up mind-bending drugs by using rat poison. So they've got rat poison and they're fucking... Um, <laughs> what's it called? They're making drugs out of the rat poison that they're finding in the, in the cells. you got to make do with what you got and you're in prison and they're clever. They make fucking alcohol out of uh, potatoes a lot of the time. I bet anything out of the kitchen canteen they've created drugs. I'll tell you what, you got to admire that they should come out with a chemist degree, chemistry degree if that's the case. I wonder what it's like. But everything the, uh, under the kitchen sink you can turn into something to get high on, can't you? you just got to know what you're doing. So somebody's very clever. And they're going to come out and start selling that to all us idiots. It's going to get a name and everyone's got to come out and go, rat poison, yeah, let's have it. Get you high. Because everybody wants to try it once. What's the name of it here? Uh, psychoactive substances. Psychoactive as well. So they're tripping on it. They're getting high and they're getting... Uh, maybe they're getting on a... You know, imagining they're running through a field of roses and having a good time and really they're stuck in prison for 10 years with some guy who's winking at them. 
from his from his bed saying he's gonna he's gonna be making friends with you whether you like it or not. But there you go, you can get high on rat poison. Don't try that at home. You never hear you heard it here first, but uh, I don't want you to have heard it here last at the same time. <clears throat> right, as I said, there's not a lot to talk about, so this these are gonna be the last ones I can talk about. This guy's this, this guy's laughing, he's gonna make hundreds of thousands he's gonna make tens of thousands of pounds off a ten pound note that he got out of a cash point machine and uh, he come out without the Queen's face on and that is what makes money in anything that you ever get a stamp uh, a banknote or whatever if there's anything wrong with it that is worth tons of money and he's pulled that out he probably thought it was a fake I'm surprised they didn't just take it off him and say yeah it is a fake but they've said uh, it's surprising that these uh, her features were blanked out and now it's worth tens of thousands of pounds I'll tell you what, people, collectors are fucking, collectors and tourists, they're the people to take money off. Collectors, tourists and drunk people, they're the easiest to take money off. So um, there you go, if you can rub, get onto your, one of your £10 notes, if you can somehow make the Queen's face disappear, you might have tens of thousands of pounds. Don't, don't tell anybody I told you on that one either. Right, last one I'm going to do then, drinkers may have to wait weeks to get into their favourite boozers after scramble for pre-booked tables <clears throat> so that means so we're all keen to get in we're all buzzing can't wait for that date to get out and i've not booked anything and now it looks like i might not even fucking be able to get in because everyone's going to be absolutely chock-a-block they should do it on a rotation basis so everyone can have two hours at the table and then give everybody else a chance <laughs> not you can't just go in there and do it like you do at weatherspoons and just get one drink and sit there all day you got to give us you got to give us uh, give us all a go, get on a rotation basis. But uh, when's this meant to be? April the twelfth. I don't think that's indoors. That's outdoors, isn't it? But anyway, they're all going to be fully booked. So uh, looks like it's just going to be me, you, and the podcast. Get yourself a drink. Come and listen to me. I'll keep you entertained. <laughs> you don't have to go out to the pub. I don't. Know, some of us probably like too institutionalised now. We just want to sit in and smoke rat poison, and uh, you know. Well, like we're in prison. We're in, in prison in our mind and in our houses. Was that the real idea for this this pandemic? I'll tell you what, you never know. There's some truth to the fucking conspiracy theories. There's something not quite right about it, but, you know. <laughs> also, there's definitely something not right about it. Lots of people are fucking dying, left, right and centre. But, you know, they said the other day, where did it come from? Where did it come from? This, uh, the, it come from a wet market. They think, they concluded it must have come from a wet market in China. Why the fuck aren't all these wet markets shut down then? Why they're not open? Why they're not raced in there and gone, right, this can't ever, ever, ever happen again. Shut them places down. They're not, they're still open. So why the fuck are they not shutting them down? If it's that dangerous? Or has it come from a lab? Well, we'll never know. Anyway. I'll speak more about that another time. I'll uh, leave it there and do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.